If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Hopeful Hints, hosted by Dr. Tara, guides and supports those on the often challenging and isolating journey of women's health concerns and infertility. There's a particularly powerful episode that you should check out called All Things Endometriosis, which dives deep into understanding the condition to help the many women who suffer from endometriosis and have no idea they have it, and healthcare providers who are uneducated about it, making the diagnosis process so difficult. Check out Hopeful Hints on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com. Dr. Erica. Welcome. This episode of Better with Dr. Erica focuses on keys to improving your wellness and well-being. And you know this is a great time to start thinking about that, especially because there's so much chaos going on in the world. We are facing unprecedented challenges, and I want you to have what you need to be ready to deal with it. My guest is Dr. Jada Moore Ruffin, and she's a nationally recognized weight loss specialist wellness expert and successful entrepreneur with an award-winning weight loss center and thriving coaching practice. Questions this episode will answer. Number one, what is wellness? Number two, why does wellness even matter? Number three, what are some tools to assist with improving wellness? And number four, what is the importance of having present moment awareness? It doesn't matter whether you are at the peak of your mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, or you feel that you are starting your journey. There is something in this episode for you. And honestly, I couldn't encapsulate everything we talk about into just those little questions about the episode. So you're going to want to check out this whole thing. This is a season where you're being stressed beyond and to your mental, emotional capacity. This is a great time to pick up some new strategies. Now, there are going to be some shareable moments on here, so let me tell you how we do it in Better Nation. All you have to do is pick the moment or pick the quote or pick the lesson and stick it in social media and add the hashtag Better Nation. It's that simple. Now that we talked about what you're going to hear, how to share it, let's go ahead and get to the episode. Better with Dr. Erica. Welcome to this episode of Better with Dr. Erica. I am so excited for this episode because I have one of my favorite super friends as a guest. Now, if you already listened to the intro, I'm sure you know who this guest is. It's Dr. Jada Moore Ruffin. Now, you know me. I'm your host, Dr. Erica, Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist and integrative lifestyle coach. I am on a mission to help you be better, do better, and live better. I do that through my adult telepsychiatry my books, including Fix Your Fairy Tale, A Woman's Guide to a Great Life, Love, and Legacy, my speaking, and this podcast. I do all of this to help busy people like you that show up for work and show up for your family. You show up for your friends. You show up for everybody, and you often don't show up for yourself. So I do this to put you back in your life, and that's one of the reasons why my guest today is the absolute perfect person for this. Now, you know, there's that about section in the intro And I already told you for this season, we're doing an experiment. I am not reading full bios. It's not my ministry. I am not doing it. I know Dr. Jada can tell you about herself more than me, but I'm going to say a few things. One is that, number one, she is brilliant. Number two, she is down to earth. There's probably, it's probably no surprise that some of her stuff are called like girl talk and get ready. It's, It's just real down to earth. And I love one of the best things about her is that she's going to give you the nitty gritty. She's going to give you what they don't tell you. She's going to give you that stuff that's going to be that last little key you needed to turn. She specializes in working with people that have tried and tried and tried and tried and give a full effort, but somehow just can't get there, be it with their leadership or with some of their body goals and their health goals and their weight. And she has somehow found a formula to unlock that last little piece so that they can get what they need to do. She is a media personality. 
She is an author. I love her book. I'm sure we will talk about it. She hosts phenomenal events. We'll be talking about one of those. She is also a real doctor. She is a physician. She also has a subspecialty in obesity management. She is phenomenal. But as I said, I'm not doing full bios. So Dr. Jada, can you tell the people a little bit about yourself? First of all, I love it. I'm I'm just feeling all of the love that you 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 said it all. You probably said some things I think I would have left out. So <laughs> thank you for <laughs> knowing me la- that way. I feel so honored to be here, and I think you said it. I'm uh, I'm Dr. Jada, your weight loss and wellness expert. I'm physician, uh, professional life coach, speaker, best selling author, and entrepreneur. I help high achieving and results driven women to not only weigh less but further their personal success, whether it's through my medical weight loss center or through my signature coaching platform or through my online content or the book, Girl, Get Ready to Lose the Damn Weight. It's a book about more than just weight loss. I want you to not only look great, but feel better and live at your best. And and that's it. I like to kind of think of myself in a lot of ways as your girlfriend who's a doctor and a coach. So my 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 uh, work is centered around girl get ready, and whether that's girl get ready to lose the damn weight, girl get ready to love again, girl get ready to turn fifty, girl get ready to start your business, all things personal success, girl get ready to thrive in you, and that's what I love doing every single day. I am down for all of that. And one of the reasons I was so excited to have you right now is there is so much madness going on in the world. It's literally to a point where I can't list all of the cultural madness. And that doesn't even get to any chaos, distress, or things going on in your life personally. We've had so much going on. It's literally been everything to the point where you have this pandemic. We've had school shootings. We just had a shooting at a at a subway. You had supermarket shootings, continued racial injustice, people trying to pass anti-LGBTQIA plus legislation, the overturning of Roe versus Wade. I literally can't keep track of, oh, wars, Gas prices, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Housing crisis. You may you you could just go on and on, right? It it is so much. And one of the things I love about what J- Dr. Jada does is, and one of the reasons I felt like today would be a great day for us to come together is, as a singular person, we might not be able to change all of that. We can have. I'll have another guest on. We'll have a whole conversation about voting and community participation. That's a whole nother situation. But I want you to have some tools to be able to not just survive, but to potentially still thrive in an environment that externally is not the healthiest. Absolutely. And I love how you framed all of what's going on around us. And very often as energetic being and as spiritual beings, no matter what your level of identity and spirituality is, is that you are connecting to what's going on around you, whether intentionally or not. And so what I believe is so important is for us to, one, get into the awareness of that connection and two, decide how we want to connect whether we want to be a part of the um, the problem or be a part of the solution. And when I say be a part of the problem, uh, I, I really want to break that down and say we can continue to add energy into what is already energetically alarming or disparaging. Or we can say, where can I take my best energy, intercept where it could go, Be intentional and directed around where I choose for it to go for the greater good that can cause that can be caused because of the effect that I have in the in the universe or in my life or in the life of others. And so that's where I like to kind of redirect or reframe, if you will. I'm sure you do that a lot. Mm. 
but just energetically redirecting ourselves because it can become so overwhelming that you lose sight of your own personal interests, your own personal desires or personal power. I totally agree. And one of the ways I like to look at, there are a lot of different frameworks to look at energy. And especially in this time where everyone is dealing with almost a crisis of capacity, is I like to look at it as a bucket. And you have this bucket. And one thing that fuels your bucket is naturally putting things in or putting energy into your bucket. But at the same time, stuff is coming out of your bucket. And you want to have more things going in so that your bucket stays full versus everything's just a drain or a pull. And the other kind of variable is think of it like a sieve. How big are the holes in the bottom of the bucket? In times of crisis or drama or overwhelm, the holes are potentially larger. And what we want to do is help you make it so you're able to fill your energetic bucket and have enough coming in and equalize the equation so you have more coming in than going out so that you're not totally depleted. I want to shift gears just slightly. Dr. Jada, why do you think people need to make wellness a priority? Wellness has to be a priority because your wellness, and in fact, let me extend that to say your well-being is what allows you to have or what allows us to have so that we can be at our best at the same time. So let me let me say that again. And I want to even borrow a bit of your analogy just a moment ago about filling the bucket. I agree that we get to decide what we fill the bucket with and the bucket should be full. I also challenge us to think of what are we filling the bucket with? And how much of that are the things that I want in the bucket? So that, you know, because we can fill our bucket with work, we can fill our bucket with um, think tasks, we can fill our bucket with um, responsibilities, many of them that relate to other people. What I like to see us fill our bucket with, or it's certainly to include in our bucket, is what fuels me, what fuels you? What excites me? What delights me? What makes me happy? I feel like a lot of times we we have gotten away from um, that understanding and that relationship of happiness with self. And when we do that, a lot of the things that we do, we end up doing out of obligation or something like that. So I believe that we are we are best when we are well and our well-being is first because when we fill that bucket with the things that fill us up, then it never seems like we are, well, it doesn't seem as though we're depleting as quickly because we don't want it to go away. We want to continue to fill the bucket with the things that fill us up and we get to decide. You ever watch a kid go through a, a, a toy box and they're, mm. they're they're looking in that toy box for the one little thing that's about this yeah. big and it's at the very, very bottom, but they know exactly what's in that basket that will make them happy. And so that's what I challenge us to think about when we think about wellness and our well-being as a priority. And I agree because I'm also a fan. When I look, think of the bucket, it's more of kind of the energy in the bucket. And for a lot of people, work Work is not necessarily energy increasing. For a lot of people, work is actually an energy drain. So for a lot of folks, work is actually something that decreases energy, not increasing your personal energy. So I definitely agree. It's it's filling your emotional and your energy bucket with things that are going to actually feel fulfilling, joyful, peaceful, or, or feel more positive. Because the one thing is, is it's one of the reasons we all do this work is life ends up being so full of stuff. It's full of these tasks for survival. For a lot of people, it's full of work that may not actually be that fulfilling. It can be full of all of these obligations Dr. Jada just referred to. And that's where we get to that point of talking about 
people that you're you're giving and giving and giving, but you're not giving to yourself to the point where it's almost like you become either an extra or at most a supporting character in your own story. And for me, that's one of the reasons I say put you back in your life because I want you to be the main character instead of all of your actions and everything in your life by being driven by all these external factors that have absolutely nothing to do directly with you. And you deserve to actually have your life revolve around your needs. It's not necessarily being selfish and not being present for others or taking care of your family or being socially responsible, but no one else can live your life for you. No one is going to live your life. So if your life is just literally given to just being a taskmaster or the person doing the task, most likely you're not going to get that fulfilling feeling or that feeling of joy and it's not going to help your personal resilience. Yeah. And I think that's a difficult thing for people who are accustomed to that way of life in their right now. Um, that is, that's a big leap to go from putting everyone first to putting myself first. Math- mathematically, that doesn't add up. If I can put everyone, certainly I'm doing a greater service to the earth if I can put, you know, 10 people in front of my one self. So that notion of self self-sacrificing does not feel really abnormal, doesn't feel wrong, and therefore doesn't feel like it's in the face of correction or that there's any need to look at that. So that can be a big, big leap for some people. So rather for me, as I coach people who may be in that place and space is, how can you first be in the awareness of even what matters to you? Because in a lot of situations, we get so distanced from our own personal um, happiness, our own personal joy, our own personal preferences, our likes and our dislikes. And sometimes we even dismiss them when we know what they are because they may not serve others as much as it would serve us. So I say take baby steps. It's just to get to know yourself in that way and begin to give yourself permission to just want to put yourself first. Just just in your own world, just play with it. Just play with, if I were first today, what exactly would I do? What would I do if I were first today? And just play with it. I feel like we spend so much time adding so much heaviness to our list that sometimes we can just play with things and we can, as they, as they say, kind of fall forward into it just through play. I agree. And I, I'm glad you brought that up. And just because I want to make sure we highlight some of that is one is giving yourself permission to even imagine what it would be like to put yourself first. Yeah. The, the next is just kind of take baby steps and experiment with doing it. And one of the things I did for myself, because we've talked about it on this podcast, that I've I've felt a bit depleted for a while. So this has been my month of me. Mm-hmm. It has been all about getting mm-hmm. myself together mm-hmm. um, so that I can serve you and the people I'm meant to serve in a better capacity. Because I'm going to give better to you if I'm not tired. Mm-hmm. Is that... One of the things I did, and I know everyone can't do this, but I sometimes will tell people I work with um, my patients and other people to try this, but in a smaller capacity, where for me, the best time of my day, as far as my best functional time, when I feel the best is the morning. What I decided was to actually give my morning to me. Mm -hmm. So for in this period of the month of me, my morning until 11 o'clock is me. Mm-hmm. It's okay. not my laptop. It's not emails. It's not phone calls unless I just want to talk to somebody like my mama mm-hmm. or my dad. The morning is mine. And mm-hmm. I realize it's everyone doesn't necessarily have that much time that they can just block off like that. But a lot of it is just intentionally putting things on the calendar that are yours. And for some people, it may be starting with five or 10 minutes. That is me time. And that five and 10 minutes, if it's you just want to sit and look at the walls, 
you want to do a happy dance, if you want to do a drive, you want to go for a walk, but five to 10 minutes that it's, it's about you, that it's whatever you feel like doing in that moment. And I'm a huge fan of starting to do me time. I think it's been really the secret sauce to um, getting my energy back has been blocking off me time. And it helps break some of those habits. We have a lot of habits around productivity because our society has such a high priority with productivity of, you know, you're rolling out of bed, you're turning on your phone, you're checking emails, you're hopping on your computer as soon as you can. And I think there's something to slowing down. And I realize for each person, how you would manage me time may be different. You know, if you get up in the morning and you've got kids to get ready for school, it's a little bit different than if like I'm single, I don't have any kids. I just have to make sure I do what I need to do to help the world and to make enough money to pay my bills. So I I realized some things for me are just a little bit different, but I am a huge proponent of coming up with plans of how to intentionally serve yourself. I love it. And I um, commend you for, first of all, recognizing when that is in order. And again, I, I believe that one of the best gifts that we can give ourselves as we continue to evolve is the gift of self-awareness. And what does that mean? That means beginning to know, understand, respect, and trust yourself. Better with Dr. Erica. It's time for What's Up with Dr. Erica. We found ourselves in another time where there is so much going on that I'm starting to get the question of how do you have hope in a time of so much chaos and pain? We're dealing with the assault on reproductive rights. There was a recent mass shooting. There continued to be things coming to light during the January 6th hearings. And that's on top of still dealing with the pandemic, financial issues, now all these flight cancellations. There's just something going on all the time. And I get asked, how do you have hope in the midst of this? Well, one of the things is you're gonna wanna curate the energy and what's coming in. So one tip I have for you, or one answer to the question, is to limit the amount of some of this that you're taking in. This can be through limiting how much you're looking at on social media, and also how much you're watching on the news. It's great to be updated on current events, but I've often told you about my mom who watches this all day long. So one of the things you can do is limit. You get the information you need so that you know current events, but then turn things off so that you're not constantly getting re-triggered by everything that is stressful, painful, and possibly an assault on your independence and right to live. So that's what I got for you today. Don't watch all this stuff all day long. You can do it. Take care. Be intentional. Back to the show. Better with Dr. Erica. You, you talked about giving yourself permission to even see yourself as a priority. Now you're talking about the importance of self-awareness and building that skill. What are some other things, if you had to just pick a couple of strategies that you feel are kind of high yield that you do or encourage in the people you work with? What are a couple of those? A couple of those, I think you're going to hear me say this one more again, is um, really in the space of self-awareness. And probably if I had to say another strategy that I coach people on is in the area of of self-discipline. And for many, the, and and self-awareness falls under the umbrella for me as I coach people around self-mastery and particularly when we have to start with how we think and what our belief system is and therefore what our output will be if we're talking about success. So when I talk about that personally, if I am if I'm coaching around personal success, it's you. So you, me, 
we, I, have to be the authority on me. And how do we do that? How do we do that? Well, some steps I, t- I say are to just spend, like you said, a few moments really getting clear with yourself about what is working in your life right now and what is not. Once we begin to put those two side by side, there's this miraculous thing that happens when we coach that allows us to then begin to see the fullness of how you are experiencing your right now moment. And one of the things that I really like for people to tap into is right now is what matters. So at times we can become really tethered to, you know, breakdowns and things that didn't work out and frustrations and issues in our in our last year, our last month, our last week, when we were kids, before we were born. And then we can get so far ahead in where we ought to be. I get it. Or where we should be or where we want to be. And we miss the opportunity to tap into the guidance that is already present for us if we could just tap into our right now experience. And so, which is, which believe it or not, (laughs) is not as easy as I'm making it sound. However, it's so valuable. It's so valuable. And as we develop that self-awareness, then we begin to tap into those other things that become magical, things that we've always wanted for our lives. Self-confidence, self-esteem, self-value, self-worth. And we can do that through self-discovery and exploration. And, and then through self-discipline. So there's so many. So you hear all of these ways that we get to master self. And for the purpose of feeling first, personally successful. The women that I work with a lot of times are wildly successful. If you look at their pro- professional portfolios and accomplishments and credits and um, degrees and bank accounts and all of those things can be wildly successful. If you do not feel that, then there will be a continuous gap or disconnect in how you feel and what you do and what you continue to do rather than who you be. And so there's a there's that 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 separation from productivity being a do 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 phenomenon and into I'm most productive when I'm being happy, when I'm being creative, when I'm being excited about life, when I'm being energetic. And so we we really get new opportunities and powerful opportunities rather than to say all of our happiness, peace, joy, love, and all that depends on what's going on around us and saying, hey, I'm tapping in today. I'm tapping into me and I get to decide. And one of the things that there are two things you said that I want to make sure that my listeners out there and Better Nation really catches. One is the importance of self, self-awareness self in the moment as far as present moment awareness, the how critical present moment awareness is. Because I know another guest that I had on that spoke about this was Light Watkins. And one of the reasons present moment awareness is also extremely important is when we're not grounded in the present a lot of hyper-focus on the past and future can actually drive up anxiety. It can also, especially feelings about the past when people are really hyper-focused there, it's a place that can also amplify shame and guilt and feelings of failure and dysphoria. So present moment awareness is actually a very strong mental health tool The other piece is it's a stretch because we're all taught about 
this is a culture around productivity. This is a culture that highly values productivity. It values what is your job? How much money do you make? Do you work 15 hours a day? We're just in a culture that that's what the priorities are. Is And I love the fact that you're bringing out this idea that when you are in a healthy state of being, so when you are emotionally, physically, and spiritually well, it's going to put you in more alignment to be productive in a healthy way. And a lot of times then the productivity will come because of the space you're in. You're going to have more emotional and cognitive capacity. You're going to be able to focus better. You're going to have better what we call executive functioning, which is how you, not just your concentration, but also how you organize tasks, how you're able to see things, how you're able to put things in order. So all these things lead to better productivity because if you're able to think clearer, make better connections, and be more efficient, well, that's going to leave you more space to take care of yourself because the things that you need to be productive around aren't going to be as labor intensive for time or cognitive energy. So it's really important that we start looking at ourselves as whole beings. It's one of the reasons I also talk about the better seven is having these different tools and strategies to help you be in a space where some of these things don't feel like such a heavy lift. Absolutely. And I think uh, what I absolutely agree. And, and the one thing that I would maybe add to that is that there is this tendency to believe that there is this point in of uh, arrival that symbolizes our finally made it to this uh, euphoric, you know, uh, place of of eternal and, and everlasting bliss, and you know, I, I all the things that I have are all where they, they're all topped off. And, and so it's almost like it creates this striving to never land. And so in what I hear and maybe what I want our listeners to hear today is, is that, again, underscoring the, pump, the importance of the moment is that we are, we are a, a dynamic being. And so because we are dynamic beings in a world with all the people, all the things, all the energies, everything is not going to stay that way, even should you get there. So I want to maybe say, come away from this notion that judging that, am I there yet? Am I there yet? What do I have to do to be there? And once I get there, how will I know I'm there? And what do I do to stay there? And just the the acknowledgement that we are dynamic in our existence. We are often striving to be somewhere that is just so, it's so um, almost tangible based on what we've seen. And sometimes we just need to feel our way into our bliss and recognize when we feel blissful, even if all the things that we desire to have are not in our visual presence. The being of what we choose, if we were there, we're beginning to experience that now. I said a lot of words to say, be there now. Be there now. Where you see that you want to be, and that would be your the, the happiest you could imagine yourself. Start practicing how I can be there now, some way, somehow some small element of evidence that 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 I'm embodying that now. So I'm always working towards or often working towards or get to work towards more of this feeling and not so much this this uh, blueprint of doing that keeps us in this productive overload, which is the mantra of our culture, because culture can shift. How does it shift? One person at a time. I'm here for all of that. And the only thing I would add is just remembering that 
when you're so future focused and there's no intermediate goals, it's kind of like, I'm not there till I get here. As a lot of this is that cliche about, it's not always about the destination, it's the journey. But the thing that often happens is people don't celebrate the wins in between and miss all of the moments of living because they're only tracking one point. So I just want you to be able to take something out of each day and it not be like each day doesn't matter as much until you hit that one big day. But one thing I know this can be a great tool with this is somebody has an upcoming retreat I heard about. Can you tell the peeps a little bit about what you're doing? Because the thing I love about these kind of events is there are so many different tools to try to help you get to these states of being we talk about. And I I love retreats as another potential tool to use. Can you tell the people a little bit more? Absolutely. So this retreat is the Girl Get Ready. Girl Get Ready presents the Soul of Success Summer Reset Wellness Retreat. That's a mouthful and I could not let any of it go because I really wanted to, I wanted to capture the essence of all of them. It's August 4th through 7th. It is going to be in Seren B, which is a wellness community that taps into nature just on the edge of Atlanta. And it is going to be an experience that touches all of the elements that we just spoke about. It's an unplug, it's an unwind, it's a fortify. It's the opportunity to tap into the soul of success. What really is at the core of my personal success? What really is already there? What engine, what neurological system is in place at the core of who I am that allows me to experience success, personal success, and even define it, first of all, and allows me to experience it with the greatest level of ease and flow. Well, I'm I'm excited and I'll speak to one of the reasons I love these different kinds of tools and retreats and and meetings and those kinds of things is sometimes there's a power in the collective Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that going to retreats or, or resets or, or even there are a couple with some of the coaching programs we're in, they have some conferences is that part of it is it's that collective energy and it helps you get into whichever momentum that the event is designed and especially for a wellness retreat and a reset is your event is just a a great way to kind of fast track using that energy of the collective to get you the breakthrough you need to hop on that path. Whereas sometimes if you're doing it by yourself or you're just listening, I mean, yes, it's great to listen to podcasts. Please listen to my podcast. But sometimes if you're just trying to do it alone, that sometimes having something a little bit more structured and facilitated can just give you that jump start that you need. Absolutely. I think one of the hallmarks of this very intimate uh, experience is the community that we're building. What I've discovered, and you know me, I'm I'm probably very high-end extrovert. extrovert <laughs> to uh, say yes. Yes, you are. To say the least. Yet, I recognize that those moments that I am, what I've learned to call them input experiences, input moments, input days. And trust me, I get them. And those input days can sometimes be those those low days, those blue days, those difficult days, because the bucket was full, but it wasn't full of all the things that really, uh, or enough of the things that fuel me. But what I also uh, discover and part of who I also attract are people who are uh, l- lonely in the midst of many. many. Mm-hmm. So how, what would I say about that? People who are surrounded by others, maybe at work or maybe in your job or maybe it's leadership, like you're revered as the person that you are for all of these people as, as the head or the leader. 
yet the personal community that you have in place for your own development, for you to just to to vent, to to uh, glean from is very limited. The other persons that may be attracted to an experience in a community like this are those people who are on the other end of the spectrum that are really uh, introvert. They spend a lot of time with themselves. These are people I have a client in mind right now who um, knows a lot of people, but doesn't feel like she really can share her most personal and intimate experiences with them. She can't talk about her problems or go through her failures or where she's experienced lack in a, in the moment. She doesn't have the opening or the portal for that. And so a lot of time and energy is spent trying to figure it out. Figuring it out creates anxiety because you're figuring out from the same place that the problem arose in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So the persons that really what I've come to discover as a, as a coach, what I've really also become in those uh, communities of people that I attract is a thought partner. And so being able to build a community with everybody in between in a safe space, in a confidential space, in a, in an open space, in a healing space, in a creative space, all of those places that we is where we're in our inner core, really craving to be, but we got all of these things going on. So it's as much for me as it is for those that will be there. Uh, I love to to uh, facilitate. I love to um, really encourage us to be okay with being ourselves and tapping more and more and more to that. And when we can do that, then we get to the soul of success, which then takes us into that 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 productivity that you speak of is is with ease and flow. Better with Dr. Erica. Welcome to Goodwin Medical Associates, where we provide customized, caring telepsychiatry that is delivered with compassion by a Harvard-trained, double-board-certified psychiatrist. Don't you know that everyone, including you, deserves great mental health? Visit www.goodwintelepsych.com for more information and to book your free consultation. Let me introduce you to Better Nation. Better Nation is the community of people that follow the Better with Dr. Erica podcast that are like you and want to be better, do better, and live better. By becoming a member of Better Nation, you also get to receive member-only bonus content to put you officially in the inner circle. Show notes with timestamps so you don't have to search for your favorite moments and some bonus free coaching tools. So visit joinbetternation.com. That's joinbetternation.com to become a VIP and be a part of Better Nation. Better with Dr. Erica. So you you just said enough words that I feel like we're in a great place to transition to the speed round. Are you ready? Yes. All right. First question, what are your three favorite songs? Drake, Zero to 100. The other one would be Killing Them by Fabulous, which I um, listen to. That's my that's my hype song. That's my theme song. And the other one would be um, You Say, and that's by Lauren Daigle. All right. I will have to figure those out. <laughs> But I love this question because then I find new music that I hadn't yes. heard. And I'm I'm bad for Drake. Like, I enjoy Drake, but I don't know the name of half his song. <laughs> this one is the old one, too. It's a throwback, but it, it never, um, it, it never, it never gets old for me. And number two is what's one free thing that you do for self-care? One free thing is I move my body daily. Okay. I I see, I've seen you hula hooping. <laughs> yes, I hula hoop. <laughs> it's free now. <laughs> you know what else? Uh, well, I gave you one, so we'll go with that one because I could probably give you a list of free things. <laughs> and what's something about you that most people don't know? Most people don't know. Mm, 
I think most people don't know that I take a sabbatical each year. I think most people are getting to know that, but I take a sabbatical month that I don't always feel like I have the mm-hmm. everything in place for, but I do it and it's gotten done. So I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> I think it's so adorable. You'd be like, I'm going on sabbatical. I'm like, I'll catch you when you're back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I always almost talk myself out of it with all the things and all, you know, what am I going to do? What? You know, I, I could be spending this money somewhere else or all of those things. And I go and it's the it, best thing. Indeed. And the last one is what's something that has helped you get through the pandemic? Because it ain't over. Right. You know, one thing that helped me get to the pan get through the pandemic is the focus on me. Oh, and I, I, I don't want to say that as if we that's what we've talked about the whole time, but really honestly focusing on me. And the out of that, I've discovered new things. I've discovered new goals, new interests, and ways that I can protect, if I will, my own energy so that I can be responsible for what I put out. And then also be responsible for what I put in. And out of that same concept came the uh, Girl Get Ready, Healthy, Happy, Hot uh, Wellness Summit. Same concept was looking at all of what was happening at the height of the pandemic, of all the despair and all the difficult uh, difficulties with grief and loss. And I thought, what, what could focus on what is good what can focus on how what we can work with that we have now where is our power where do we have strength where do we have a say so and that was birth so it's been working for me good well I was going to ask you I'll still ask you about your final thoughts and takeaway I feel like you just did it though that's it I did it that's my final (laughs) so where can the people find you and where can they find this retreat the people can find me really quickly, quickly if you're on social media, if you're on Instagram or Facebook, I am at D-R-J-A-D-A-M-D. That's at Dr. Jada M-D, D-R-J-A-D-A-M-D. And everything that you want to see that's going on right now is in my link in the bio. I also, uh, for the soul of success, It actually is an intimate, private invite. This is the invitation to your people. So if you connect with me on Instagram or Facebook, we can talk about your spot. Now, remember, it's August 4th through the 7th. So you got to decide quickly. That's one of the things that that, that I talk about when you get into self-awareness and self-discovery. You know what works and what for you, and you know how to go get it. So if that is something that you even sounds like it resonates for you. Check me out. I got you. See, you heard it here first. Talk to Dr. Jada. Go get your spot. (laughs) You got to stay in action. Get in action. Stay in action. You got to stay in action. As our coach, Dr. Dre, would say, get in momentum. Momentum. I love it. That is it. That is (laughs) it. So what I would say for my final thought or takeaway is that especially as an adult, wellness and a great life don't happen accidentally. Yeah. It can happen more accidentally when you're young because there are all these people controlling everything for you. You're, your family controls what food's in the house. They typically will have something to do with what your activities are. And naturally, typically for the average young person, it is all about you. But to really get to these places to be better, do better, and live better, and to have this healthy and happy life that feels meaningful is it needs to be intentional. You have to be intentional about taking care of yourself so that you can be here long enough to be there for those people that you care about. We're all getting older and probably almost everyone listening 
You've had someone in the last year that is no longer on this earth, and a lot of them didn't even leave from the pandemic. So I just want to encourage you to be intentional in prioritizing actually taking care of yourself. There are going to be plenty of people and plenty of things that are going to want you to do a million other things. So unless you're intentional about it, there's a good chance it won't happen. And you deserve not only a great life, you deserve to live and to be alive. So that's my my final moment. The next thing is just thank you, Dr. Jada, for taking time out of your super busy schedule. We also left out that she's like married with kids and she still does. You know, I just sat here thinking like, oh my goodness. I <laughs> she has a, she has a really cool family. Like a whole family, so, right? <laughs> so, you know, number one, thank you for choosing to give of yourself to my audience, to Better Nation. The next is I want to say thank you to all of y'all in Better Nation. All of you showed up. Yes, I'm happy you showed up for me, but you showed up for yourself. So I want you to give yourself a pat on the back for showing up for yourself. There are a zillion podcasts out there and you chose to listen to mine. I have to say thank you for that. The next thing is if you like what you heard, please follow or subscribe. The next thing is if you enjoy it, rate or review. It really helps us get even better content. Um, That is really helpful. And the last thing is don't let this be the best kept secret. Share it with your peeps. Share it with your Uber driver, share it with your Instacart, your DoorDash, person down the street, neighbor across the street. Just share it. Um, I want everyone to have access to this information to be able to have a better life. So that's what I got for you. I just want you to be kind to yourself. We'll be back with a new episode next week. You know, we release on Tuesdays. If you start getting lonely and missing the better with Dr. Erica, you can always binge listen or listen to some things again. Now I want you to just do one thing for yourself unless you are driving. If you're driving, I need you to do this later. Take your left hand, put it on your right arm. Take your right hand, put it on your left arm. Give yourself a super big squeeze because you deserve some love. And thank you. Until next time, have a better day. Find me on social media at Dr. Erica, D-O-C-T-O-R-E-R-I-C-K-A on all social media and online at betterthepodcast.com. That's betterthepodcast.com. If you like what you heard, tap on that subscribe or follow button, then click share and click rate and review. Now, don't panic if you don't see rate and review. Sometimes it mainly shows up on Apple Podcasts and Audible, but I appreciate hearing your feedback check back weekly for new episodes. They drop on Tuesday mornings. Until next time, be better, do better, live better. Better with Dr. Erica. If you enjoy podcasts like this, you should check out our other shows on Health Podcast Network. For example, Hopeful Hints, hosted by Dr. Tara, guides and supports those on the often challenging and isolating journey of women's health concerns and infertility there's a particularly powerful episode that you should check out called All Things Endometriosis, which dives deep into understanding the condition to help the many women who suffer from endometriosis and have no idea they have it, and healthcare providers who are uneducated about it, making the diagnosis process so difficult. Check out Hopeful Hints on your favorite podcast platform or visit healthpodcastnetwork.com.